Hello, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Welcome into this special edition of the Couch GM's podcast. Tyler, unfortunately, cannot be with us today, but I am your host, George Kirk, joined by one of the other best friends in the entire world. It's Cody Roadcap. Cody, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, and just want to welcome everyone out there listening to the Couch GM's podcast. This is your first time. Uh, this is a special edition episode, so we're going to talk just the Thanksgiving Day games. You know, what's better than Thanksgiving food and football? Of course, so like Cody said, we're going to talk weekly breakdowns and predictions of all the Thanksgiving games. You always have to be involved to uh, be able to sit down at the table with your family and debate what you're watching on TV before or after your meal, right? Uh, exactly. We'll give you a little bit of fantasy advice here as well. And we're just going to have some fun talking football like we do here on every single episode. Couldn't agree more. Uh, before we go, uh, we're going to look back at last week's uh, standings, get that out of the way. Uh, like George mentioned, Tyler unfortunately couldn't be with us, dealing with some personal r- issues, but he did come in last for the first time since, I believe, since the show started. Yeah, week it was our three, loser. very first episode. And he finally uh, fell to the bottom. It wasn't a great week for any of us. George and I tied at 7-7, seven and seven, so that's about enough we need to talk about those games. And surprise, surprise, no one hit on their bold predictions. Lie. I hit my bold prediction. Oh, you did? Oh, I forgot. Yep. At the end of the game, I didn't think you were going to get it, but you did get it at the end of the game with that Chiefs-Raiders becoming the highest scoring game. Unfortunately, the Packers fell to Indianapolis Colts. and Yeah, and that, that game was one point short of the Chiefs versus Raiders. You're right. That was a close one. I didn't think I was going to get it there until the end. So, George, I think that makes you this week's or last week's winner. You, we tied, but you got the bold prediction. So, congrats on your win, buddy. I'll take it. I haven't had a, a straight weekly picks win in a couple of weeks here. I mean, I could use a little boost in the overall standings for the year, but I'll take what I could get here. All righty. And before we get to those Thanksgiving games, uh, we're going to do some fan questions now because some of them involve those Thanksgiving matchups. But we'll start with our first one. Uh, we have someone's asking, they have two flex positions to fill. Uh, This week, they got Deontay Johnson versus Baltimore, Justin Jefferson versus Carolina, and Kareem Hunt versus Jacksonville. All great matchups, and he has to pick two of them. Uh, What are your thoughts on this one, George? My initial thought on this was Justin Jefferson and Kareem Hunt, but I feel like there's multiple leagues that I'm in that Deontay Johnson has just not been getting any love for me. And he's, I think, starting to creep into must-start territory. So, especially with Baltimore dealing with some COVID issues, we're going to talk about that when we get to that Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. It's the third game on Thanksgiving. I think Deontay Johnson needs to get a bit of a bump. So, I'm going to say start him in one of your flex positions. And the other, it's a tough call. I'm going to lean Kareem Hunt I think he had his bad week out of the week last out of the way last week, but he still salvaged it with a touchdown. Jacksonville's a juicy matchup. They could get up big and run the ball all over them. Yeah, George, I agree with you on the Deontay Johnson uh, being a breakout. He had an wow. He had an insane. I can't even say the word insane in a proper sentence. He had an insane. Can't even do it. I can say it. I don't even know what's going on, guys. But he had a huge amount of targets uh, this past week. He definitely seems, once he's getting healthy, that he's the go-to guy there in Pittsburgh. And Juju is dealing with a little bit of injury. He did come back to practice today. Uh, so Deontay Johnson's going to be one of mine. 
And I'm also going to say Justin Jefferson uh, because Adam Thielen has found himself on the COVID list. Uh, Jefferson has proven that he can step up in the big moments. And maybe it's because I'm just a little bit down on Kareem Hunt. You know, he was my sit of the week last week. A touchdown did save him, but it wasn't a great week. And I do think Jacksonville won't be in this game very much. And I could see them relying more on Nick Chubb because he's more of the running back where Kareem Hunt is more of the pass catcher. So I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt as my sit out of those three. All right. And we did get one more start sit question here for the week that involves some of these Thanksgiving games. So we got J.D. McKissick playing on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys or Giovanni Bernard against the Giants. Where are you thinking here, Cody? This one is this was quite a tough one. You know, I think J.D. McKissick, you know, we've seen that Alex Smith likes to throw to the running backs. He's been the pass catching option. Um, Gio Bernard is the starter. No questions asked. And you typically want to go with the starter as McKissick is, you know, in the split backfield. But without Joe Burrow, the quarterback situation is dicey. Uh, I think I would lean McKissick, but it's a tough one. Very tough one. I've been back and forth on this for a while. I think I'm going to lean slightly McKissick, just like you, just because I'm a little bit worried about that um, quarterback situation with Joe Burrow going down. But I don't think Bernard's going to have a bad week by any means. I just think McKissick could get a little bit better. I don't think you could go really wrong with either of them. Couldn't agree more. And McKissick does have that Dallas defense who, even though they pulled off a victory last week, they still uh, gave up a lot of points. So speaking of Dallas, let's head right into our Thanksgiving games. The first one, as you get ready to sit down and enjoy your meal right around noon, we got the Houston Texans taking on the Detroit Lions. Texans are three-point favorites. Detroit looked awful last week against pj walker and the carolina panthers and for that reason alone i'm taking houston uh detroit needs to show me something before i can start picking them again i feel like the detroit situation a lot of it has to do with injuries i think we kind of have to list off a bit of an injury report here we got deandre swift um is in concussion protocol still there's no idea if he's going to clear through to play or not Matt Stafford looked bad, and it could be because he's dealing with a ligament injury in his throwing thumb, but he's going to play through it. And, I mean, maybe it'll get better week to week. The problem is you're not really giving him much time going four days from watching him get destroyed on Sunday to playing on Thursday. So I'm I'm not looking for much improvement out of Stafford this week. And Kenny Galladay, who they've been missing for a few weeks, um, he seems to be throwing in a limited practice here or there these last few weeks and then coming up and not playing. And it looks like he's trending in the same direction. So without any of those offensive pieces really, you know, putting it together or even getting on the field, I don't think I can pick Detroit either. I have to pick Houston in this one as well. And then from a fantasy perspective, you know, all those injuries you mentioned, but the Houston Texans defense still isn't that good. Uh, especially from a fantasy points given up. Uh, are you starting Adrian Peterson if Swift can't go? Are you starting Marvin Jones or Danny Amendola? Or is it pretty much, if none of those guys can go, it's Hawkinson and no one else? Well, yeah, and I think definitely Hawkinson. Um, but that's just because the tight end the tight end position is so weak and you got to find a good matchup, and that is one. Um, 
if you're very desperate, maybe Stafford, but I would try to avoid him because of the injury. Like I said, um, I don't like starting Adrian Peterson just because I feel like there's not much of a chance of him having a boom game ever anymore. But there's this weird feeling I've got that you're basically seeing not prime time, but, you know, national televised game. You could see all the hype for Adrian Peterson coming back out and he pulls out his like swan song big game. So there's I mean, starting running back. He's got a very solid role if Swift doesn't play. I think you might want to play him if you're desperate at running back this week. And I think Marvin Jones has been a good play the last few weeks. He might have had a little bit of a stinker, but without Galladay, he normally puts up fairly solid numbers. So I would think about playing him as well. Yeah, and like you said, if you're desperate, Adrian Peterson, you know, he'll probably get a touchdown. And touchdowns are the most valuable assets in fantasy football. But let's move on till and move on until we're gonna move on right now to the Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys. Uh in the past, this matchup has been, you know, a Thanksgiving staple. The Cowboys coming off of a victory are now the favorites by three points again. You know, maybe it's, I, you know, I was on them last week. I was like, I said, I, I'm not going to pick them, but there's something about the team coming off the bye. I thought, you know, they might come out and make it close against the Vikings. They ended up winning. The Washington football team was right there with Cincinnati until Bo- Burrow got hurt, until they pulled away. I'm going to go with Dallas for a second straight victory and making the NFC East even more interesting. Do you think that they're playing better against the Vikings had more to do with the bye week or more to do with McCarthy smashing watermelons in the locker room during the week trying to hype them up? I heard some ridiculous story about that. I don't know. You know, you never know with Big Mike what you're going to get. Uh, I never heard a story of that the whole time he was in Green Bay, but that's incredible, and I hope somebody whether it's a player a staff member the nfl with their cameras throughout all the facilities eventually gets that video released even if it's off season uh, but we got to see that online oh totally not a dallas fan by any means but that had to be entertaining and i can understand if it was good why the team got hyped i know last week uh, we talked about why would they put andy dalton back in there because that team didn't have any heart for him well maybe mccarthy found some heart for him I mean, maybe it wasn't specifically for Dalton, but if this Dallas team plays with some kind of heart, they're not exactly playing a fantastic offense. That defense might not be as much of a sore as it usually is. That's why I got to go with Dallas here as well. I I don't know. I don't love it, but that team looks like it's actually playing with the most heart besides maybe the Giants in the NFC least right now. For sure. And, you know, Dallas, Washington – like on paper, like the game does not sound entertaining at all, but this might honestly be the game I'm most looking forward to on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, it could be because I have some Cowboy fans in my family, uh, and even though we're socially distancing, it's always fun to watch the Cowboys on Thanksgiving and root against them, even though I did pick them. But there's something about it, you know, when just two not-so-great teams or below-average teams go together, they're still entertaining football games, and I think that's what's going to happen uh, in this matchup. Oh, no, definitely. I agree with you. I was about to say the same thing, actually. You normally see two teams that aren't like completely awful, like the Jets against anybody. That's going to be an awful game. But like two teams that are mediocre going against each other are sometimes the best games. 
I mean, I'm thinking back to a lot of Detroit Lions games in the past. And I mean, that's also might be why Houston and Detroit would be entertaining as well. But I think it really fits more for Washington, Dallas. Yeah. And like we talked about with McKissick at the top, uh, we would play him. McLaurin, he is limited in practice, but I do expect him to play. So you're, you're pretty much playing all your guys that you would trust from the Washington football team or the Cowboys. Um, but speaking of the Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb's catch. You know, it was great until Thielen came back and made an even better one. But those were some great plays in that game on Sunday. Uh, but we got one more. We got one more Thanksgiving game. It's the night game. This game had high expectations. And honestly, with the recent news of the Ravens dealing with COVID and players not going to be able to play because it's a Thursday night game. The Ravens at the Steelers might not be as exciting as we thought. Pittsburgh are five-point uh, favorites. And because of the COVID situation, already losing five players and four staff members, their heartbreaking loss in overtime to the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh on this one. Pittsburgh's just rolling right now. I was hoping this would be the game they'd lose so I could stop hearing about them being undefeated, but I don't think it happens. I'm on the same boat. I really was totally ready to pick Baltimore and... I don't know if I can missing so many guys and you don't know if there's going to be more than the five and four staff members. Cause I don't know if that includes the close contacts that have to sit for five days, which it stinks because it's going to be a Thursday game. They can't come back like they normally would. I don't know if anyone else is going to come up with a positive test, but I did hear if there are more positive tests, they might postpone this game, which would be a little bit of a downer to not have a nightcap on Thanksgiving, but you might end up seeing a double Monday night like we have in the past here uh, this season. But I think my biggest look for the Ravens is the running backs. Even though Pittsburgh has an amazing run defense, they were able to successfully run the ball on the Steelers the last time. And now they're going to be without Dobbins, who's emerging as their lead back. And I think he's somebody, if he's on your waiver wire or free agency, go out and get him because I think he's going to be big down the stretch. And Mark Ingram is out as well. They both tested positive for COVID. Cody, do you think this could be a big Gus Edwards game? They had success the last time running the ball. I think Gus Edwards will definitely play a factor in this. Uh, but I think if we're talking running in this case, I'm going to lean on Lamar Jackson uh, to carry most of the load on the run game. We'll see Gus Edwards pounded up the middle like he does so well. And then those read option keepers for Jackson. I think the bulk of the running or the running big plays will come from Jackson and Edwards will be more of the dirty work, but that could be the touchdown in, in the, the red zone. Uh, but actually, I might actually be hoping this game does get postponed because I do think this is one of the better matchups across the NFL each season. And I would like to see him as full strength as possible, especially with the time of it being a Thursday night game and the ability to move it would be something to worth be worth watching. Definitely agree. I know their first matchup was very entertaining, even though Baltimore was in the middle of a struggle. And I mean, I don't think Baltimore would go down without a fight, even without all those players. I just don't know if they have what it takes to put them over the top without all of them. Agree. And just so we'll talk a little fantasy in this matchup too. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers wide receivers versus the Baltimore Ravens cornerbacks. You know, that's probably the most intriguing matchup uh, that people are still healthy and able to play if it does happen on Thursday. Uh, we talked a little bit about Deontay Johnson at the top, but what about like Claypool and then possibly Juju if he is healthy? Um, and maybe even a guy like Eric Ebron. How, where do you rank them uh, this week as far as a fantasy play? 
Yeah, I know I talked about Deontay Johnson. I think he's going to be a big play. And I know even with Juju in there the last time, Chase Claypool still had a bunch of targets and still put up a good game. It seems like they, like Claypool and Johnson might even be the top two um, wide receivers in that offense, even with the name like Juju. It just seems like they're getting so many targets. And I don't understand how they have enough targets to go around, but they do. But um, just, Pittsburgh doesn't want to run the ball. No, seriously. And I feel bad for anyone that drafted James Conner as high as they did because it's he's not been awful, but he's not been as good as you'd hope he would because they're throwing the ball so much. And I mean, I guess you got Big Ben back and they're playing well, but I don't know. I think any of those three Steelers receivers could be startable. I We have to see who's out for the Ravens on defense, if there's anybody. But I, they all put up successful numbers in the last game. I have no doubt they could do it again. Yeah, and this matchup is in Pittsburgh. I know there's I don't believe there'll be any fans. I think Pittsburgh ended fans for a little bit. But uh they were able to do that in Baltimore. I expect them to be able to do that again in Pittsburgh. So those are the three matchups for Thanksgiving Day. Uh but before we go, we got a few more things. So George, I believe Fox used to call it the Galloping Gobbler Award, which was for the MVP of their game on Thanksgiving. Uh, so we'll have the Couch GM's version of the Galloping Gobbler. So who is the MVP of all Thanksgiving Day games? I'm going to go back to the early matchup, and I talked about Houston having a good chance against Detroit being all banged up. I mean, even though they could end up getting up big, I think Deshaun Watson's going to be the guy. I thought about going with one of the receivers there, either um, Cooks or Fuller, but I think the guy throwing in the ball is going to have put up even more stats. They could spread the ball out on that pretty weak defense. I think Deshaun Watson's going to be the MVP of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't blame you for not taking a receiver. I feel like it's back and forth each week if it's going to be a Fuller week or a Cooks week. or, But I like Watson, and I'm going to stick with the quarterbacks, and I'm going to go with Big Ben. We talked about it with the three-headed monster receiver the Steelers have. Big Ben is playing really well, great football right now. It's not being talked about as much, but he is definitely a dark horse MVP candidate at this point. And I think he doesn't win the MVP for the season, but he does win the MVP on Thanksgiving Day, at least from the couch DMs. But George, before you go, I got to ask you. Oh, yeah. It could be controversial. Controversial, I guess would be the proper way of saying that. What is the Thanksgiving Day food? Best Thanksgiving Day food. This I like this podcast more and more the more we go on. This is two straight weeks with food debates, and I could not be happier. Um, plenty of good options. Um, I'm going to go with stuffing as my best Thanksgiving Day food. I mean, you mm. got normal mashed potatoes throughout the year, fun, whatever. You got the extra level when you go with stuffing on Thanksgiving. It's normally something you don't have any other time of the year. It's special for that reason, and it's always very good. So I got to go with stuffing. Well, you at least made my girlfriend happy because that's the uh, her favorite item. Uh, to me, that's <laughs> like the second worst pick behind cranberry sauce. Uh, no no but, one needs cranberry sauce, actually. That, that No. So at least you didn't go there. So I can't hate you too much. Uh, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with desserts. You know, some people will be like desserts. That's such a broad category, but when it's Thanksgiving, you overeat anyways. So you're overeating. And when you're done eating, what do you do? You go get your 
piece of pumpkin pie, apple pie. You can pretty much go get any pie you want because everybody makes them. You, ooh, you don't like pie? You want a pumpkin roll? You got them. Uh, so I'm going to say dessert, desserts. If you had to make me choose. Good, because I was going to. Oh, you're going to make me go? I can just say desserts, George. But if you had to make me choose on best dessert, I would probably have to go and be a toss-up between a nice, warm apple pie, freshly sitting on the windowsill after Grandma made it, or a nicely wrapped pumpkin roll. Uh, pumpkin roll is probably a little bit more Thanksgiving-y festive, uh, but those would be my two favorite desserts, but really it's desserts. Uh, but I'm just glad no one picked turkey either, because that would be too boring of an answer. So. Oh yeah, no, I mean, sure, that's a little bit special too. You don't have that in any other time of the year usually, except for maybe a, a Christmas dish or something like that. But no, I mean, I, I'll, I'll accept it because you gave me a couple of options. I'll let you have it, and I agree. Those would be my two up two desserts as well. So, okay, fine. You win. Perfect. And as always, guys, let us know in the comments uh, what your favorite Thanksgiving food is. We'd love to hear it. Who your galloping gobbler would be. We'd love to hear it. Uh, the picks will be posted. Uh, we'll have Tyler's picks included. Uh, they'll be posted uh, probably on the normal schedule. So you'll be able to see them on social media. And just overall, thanks for listening. And be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast and have a great Thanksgiving. Yes, definitely give us a follow on social media. We are at the Couch GMs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you need any fantasy advice for Thanksgiving Day games or the rest of week 12, and tell us your favorite Thanksgiving food and Thanksgiving Day MVP. We thank you guys and hope you have a great holiday and stay safe. And we'll be back with Tyler later in the week with the rest of our games. For Cody Roadcab, I am George Kurth, and we will see you all later this week.